You're listening to Brandon Butter, a straight-talking, occasionally in-your-face, no-BS branding podcast for modern marketers and business owners. Here for those who want to understand the influence and power of branding and how pairing association, consumer behavior, and design thinking can impact what people see, think, and feel. I'm your host, Tara Ladd, the sometimes funny, sometimes vulnerable, and often unapologetically blunt founder and creative director of brand and design agency, your one and only. Okay, okay, okay. I'll be honest. Welcome to today's episode, but that nice headline was a very good hook uh, that I'm sure most people probably went, ooh, but that's interesting, isn't it? What captures attention? However, there is an important aspect to it. So I'm part of a really great group of women who are all high-end in their spaces um, and they all focus on really great things, to be honest. Everyone's in a different industry, which is really bizarre, and absolutely own their spaces. We have lawyers who deal with conflict resolution and we have opal dealers and CFOs and, well, the list goes on. They're media personalities and personal brands and just like leadership coaches and it's actually really great. The biggest thing that I've learned as a business owner is to understand the power of connection. And if anything, a lot of the, a lot of us realized that post pandemic, that that power of social connection is really, really important to growing and scaling a brand, be that service or product. So the biggest thing that I can tell anyone that owns a business is that you as the founder need to start your own personal brand. I know this and I've been plugging away on my personal brand, which is I am Tara Ladd on Instagram and have been starting conversations. So what I'm doing right now is just streamlining your one and only to be in the position that I want it to be in right now because we've had a bit of a rejig. And then once I get that sorted, then I'm going to start to really power my personal brand for good reason. So for those who have not got a personal brand profile and are a business owner who has a team, especially if you're scaling, you need to have that brand presence. That's so important. And it's spoken about by a lot of high-end business owners in how much that matters to drumming business back into their, I guess, from a personal brand presence into their business. Um, And that's generally like three times more revenue comes from the singular person building the brand presence and the reputation of the company. So there is always a key figure of the company that people gravitate to. And that's because people need humans to be able to build a connection with. And that's why it's so important to have business owners or at least a personality of the business to be present and showing up so that that people feel that they have a connection to the brand. Without that, you're just a product pretty much. So this group of women that I am part of are, like I said, very high end 
And all of them have their own space and all of them have their own um, area of expertise and super inspiring to be completely honest, because when you're in different industries, you deal with different types of people. And it's always great, especially because I am so deeply invested in human behavior and the way that we spend and act. And for those that are, especially those in that Uh, I guess that money space, just listening to the way people spend and what they're investing in, like is so important to understand the, I guess the nuances of motivations and what people spend their money on. But the most important thing about this conversation today isn't necessarily about that. It's about the power of connection and what you can learn from those in those groups and how important they are for you to build connections for future business for yourself. So as mentioned in the headline, I have made over $80,000 in sales and on the way up from this group. They have been an absolute dynamite group for trusting the process of design, but also because they know me. So they know that I am not going to fuck them over and they know that I know my shit and they know that I can deliver what it is that they want from me and they can talk to me on a level that is stern and know that I'm not going to get, you know, shitty about it pretty much, which is essentially how we work at You One and Only anyway, right? Like it's, that's the whole point of my tagline, as I've said in the past, is that we're unpretentious, which means that. The whole point is about building and creating something uh, that is going to reflect your business. And so within this group, I've made, yeah, a lot of money, well, sales from that group because they were able to trust in the process and know that what I had to offer was good stuff. And because they knew me as a person and because I showed up and I gave my advice and I spoke to them genuinely and they saw the results and they saw the passion, they invested. And so that's just a key example of how people connect with people, but more important about how when you talk to someone who is so deeply invested and passionate about what they do, that showcases a level of understanding and what's the right, an energy right? It, it, it demonstrates an energy and people buy into, a, into an energy because it's emotion. And when we're talking about high-end spend and getting things developed for your company, we need to know that we're making the right investment. And that's not always going to be the easiest thing to do. But when you've already got some rapport with someone, it's easier to part way with that money because you know that there is an element of trust that's been built. And these come from networking and getting together with people on the reg. So if you're a person at home that is just an absolute, which is why I feel so sorry for introverts because it's really hard to push yourself into these spaces. Even as an extrovert, I find this quite hard. And most of you who already know me, I am an ADHD. Um, so while I am an extrovert, I also need those moments of solace where I just have to sit in myself and not go to places. 
The problem is if you keep doing that, it becomes comfortable and it's really hard to kind of flex those social muscles. And I also have, you know, a social battery. (laughs) So, you know, I can be all out there and very energetic, but there comes a time where I just kind of want to slip away, slip away into the corner with just one person at the event and just have a DNM. (laughs) It's just how I work. But those DNMs have been highly effective in my strategy. Well, actually, it's not even a strategy. It just happens naturally. But seeing people in person, it, it's just so different. Like it's even uh, when you see people that you've been speaking with online. Like I have so many great connections that I've built from Instagram. But there are just so many people that you build connections with online. And when you see them in real life, it's almost like you've gone, okay, that just proves that we are meant to be connected. Or you go, oh, that vibe was off. It's not, you're not what I thought you were. Or, you know, there's a, there's a different presence and it's really important. So once you see someone, it's almost like there is just this whole bandaid that rips off. It's just, I highly recommend if it's hard for you to get out and network to probably do it a little bit more. Um, and it's so hard because I sit here from my perch and tell you to do this. And I've found that to be one of the most difficult things. So instead of doing like big gatherings, I'm now starting to do smaller ones. So one-on-ones with people that I know, and I would highly suggest doing them with people that are in a stage of growth, not people that are going to stagnate you. Who you are and what you become is a reflection of the people that you hang around. What's thing that they say is like you are who you hang around you are the six people that you hang around or something like that so it's important to choose those six people wisely and know that they're on the move if they're stuck and you're hanging around them and and you're stuck like everyone's going to be stuck you need someone to elevate so I'm in a growth stage at the moment for where I'm at and for your one and only there are some big things happening and I'm feeling really good about it. However, I've had to completely restructure a model to make sure that this happens. So it's almost like a scale back to scale forward, which is really hard to do because you don't want to do that sometimes, but it's necessary in order to scale. So you hit the hurdle and then you figure out what the problem is and then you have to rebuild it. So for us, it was to the scalability of the systems and processes that we'd worked with that were working prior, weren't working with with us anymore. So I needed to pull it back, fix, do the one, like almost get right down into the micromanagement area from the start to beginning process of, a, of, of the, I guess, the buyer's journey and figure out where there were problems and where there were glitches. And I've done that now. I know where they were. I also know that there was much more than just the buyer's process. It was just a whole bunch of different things, inclusive of content and marketing and presence and visibility. And one of the biggest things was that I just wasn't networking or I wasn't visible. And it's interesting because people would have just assume like, oh, I've got a reputation, like people know who I am. That's great. But they're just not always on, you're not always on people's minds. You think about how many things are going into your brain on the daily. I mean, it's great if they need to use someone, but sometimes you just you just need to be there consistently. And with algorithms all going on on you know Instagram, social media, especially, it's important to show up in in person. And also, there is a whole different level of energy that comes with that showing up in person. So you just never know what you can do. And even then, it's not even just about business events. So it's like. You know, even 
even my kids daycare. Like I was talking with my son had his birthday party the other day. We had, I had five of his friends over and his, and all the mums were sitting around the table. Now they go to a, a good daycare in our area. Um, I, I can happily say that we're, we're quite privileged in, in being able to do that. So he's in a good space and we're in a good area. So there are quite some great, um, you know, uh, business people around where I live. And because of that, um, you seem to forget that you can still make business connections through social events. And one of them just happened to be in the hospo industry and was asking if I did hospo stuff. And I was like, oh yeah. So it's, and then sometimes you're just like, oh yeah, of course. Like, and then you're not going to get out there and whore yourself out, like, you know, as a, as a, as a business owner and try and become all slimy, but you've just got to realize that those natural business connections come from trust and knowing people and word of mouth is a very, very powerful thing. So it's just understanding that the the more you're out talking to people, the more opportunities that you have. If you speak to, say you have a one to 10 ratio of being able to hook a lead which is pretty good to be completely honest. But, you know, if you had that as, as a ratio and you only spoke to 10 people online, like, you know, what are your odds? When you go out and you do a whole bunch of in-person activities and you're speaking to, I don't know, 30 people at a networking event, like that's what, three people that you could potentially get if you had a one to 10 ratio? Not saying that that's what the ratio would be, but your options are so much wider to bring in business when you're speaking to people that are so outside the scope of what you normally would think. Instagram is like one place. And I know that a lot of people hang out there. LinkedIn's now another, but they're just social platforms and they're not the real in-person experience. I think that it's so important to get out there and, and connect and become part of these groups and, you know, test things out. You just never know who knows who or you know, what, what's available for you or what you might love and what you might not love. A great thing that came out of the women in business group that I went, we actually all went up to Queensland a couple of weeks ago and we were all talking about areas of business. And one thing that I specifically wanted to talk about was that my son Ari, my firstborn, had a liver transplant in 2020 when he was nine months old. And I actually voiced my, like I got a bit vulnerable and I spoke about how hard that was for me to talk about as a pillar in my business. And it is important for me to talk about that because it does reflect a lot of the business decisions and the model that I'm building due to understanding a different level of complexity for running a business when shit hits the fan, essentially, which I think most of us are aware of right now. But I didn't want it to look like that I was capitalizing his story by talking about it. And I was stuck in a really hard place because I wanted to let people know what I was dealing with. But at the same time, I didn't want people to think that I was harping on about it just for the sake of harping on about it. And that was something deep that I needed to kind of address. And what was great about this group is that they were so supportive in that story and they were so supportive in what I was doing and they reassured me that that's not what it was at all. It was just my own head telling myself that. And luckily one of the women in the group um, is in the media and Shelley Horton, you may have heard of her. <laughs> um, she came over and offered me an opportunity to talk about Ari's story in Nine Honey 
and I was able to talk about the experience that I had. So he's he's been on a few different media outlets now, but my passion for continuing awareness in uh, childhood liver disease is, um, and the whole story you can check it. I guess you could write Ari Lad Nine Honey, it will come up, but I'll put the link in the show notes if I remember. <laughs> Yeah, it's just basically talking about things that are important to you and knowing that, you know, just because you have a business platform doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be solely business 100% of the time. And you'll tell hear people tell you what you can and can't post, but to be completely honest, you can post whatever the hell you want. It's your business. It's just so long as it aligns with the strategy. And in my case, our business is very much um, a champion of women. And one of the reasons that I started You One and Only was because of that uh, treatment of women in the workplace when I was in an ad agency. And not that it was bad, but you could see that it was very different for parents that were specifically mothers and the content and narrative that was around mothers and how they came back to the workplace. And I was hell-bent on creating a workplace that was inclusive of working parents, not mothers, working parents, and allowing that flexibility of of work, which I'm happy to say um, I have. And the team is very small at the moment, but... Um, when I rescale back, it's it's a it's a value. Uh, it's something that I align to, and it's deeply embedded in our brand values. Is you know flexibility. So it's and that's not just for employees. It's flexibility in space. It's flexibility in time. It's creativity. There's a whole element of that. So it's important to understand that different groups of people will allow you to grow in different phases of your business and different narratives that sit within your business. So yeah, this is me letting you know that you could be missing so much opportunity or leaving money on the table because you're not making yourself available to be in the places where this could be happening. So it's interesting if you're feeling uncomfortable about it, it's the, it's the same as anything. Like if nothing changes, nothing changes. And that was a big thing for me last year. I moved through that. So you'll see a lot of really different things coming out of your one and only. And I'm feeling really great about it. Like uh, my, my love for my business has come back. It kind of got lost there for a little bit, but yeah, I um, really encourage you to go and connect and socialize and do those things. But yeah. So if you're thinking about doing something like that, make sure that it aligns to your brand, right? Like if you're going to connect and socialize just make sure that it's it's in alignment with what your brand stands for and the positioning is exactly what you need it to be and if you don't know what that means go back and listen to the last episode um but yeah that's it for today and if you want to know more follow us on instagram follow my personal brand at i am tara lad and i will talk to you next week did you like that episode hope so because if you did why don't you head over to whatever platform you listen on and rate and review it's much appreciated and helps others know what we're about if you want to follow us you can find us at your one and only underscore au on instagram or head to www.youwantandonly.com.au